Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. So, we're going to look at a Bible passage uh, from John chapter 6 and and there's some passages, some miracles that happen in the Bible and they kind of get a little bit overlooked and you can read through it and you can read it and kind of go, oh wow, skim that because it's interesting and it's amazing. But the thing before it was the one that everybody focuses on. So if you go John chapter 6, if people know the Bibles and they're going to go, that's the feeding of the 5,000. That's when John you know, talks about what happened there and this huge, amazing miracle with all the crowd seeing it and, and all that kind of thing. But then something happens after that. It says that that's so amazing that people then come and they wanted to make uh, Jesus king and they were like, we're, we're going to make you king by force and Jesus knew his kingdom was not going to be accomplished by those people making him king um, not in that way anyway so uh, he then goes up a mountain and the disciples are on the shore um, of, of Lake Galilee and they're kind of waiting because Jesus is up the mountain somewhere and they've, they're waiting there and so if you can imagine that, that white line is the shoreline there it's six miles across the Sea of Galilee and uh, so there's the, the eastern shore where they are, and then there's the western shore, which is Capernaum, that they're going to be, to be looking to get through. So I asked a few people to be apostles. Could they come up really quickly? And uh, also we're introducing Matt Round, who's, who's uh, looking very sporty, who is an Ivy sport guy. In fact, can I have Daniel as well? Could you come up? Maybe Simon, could you come up and help? Just be an apostle. You'll work it out in a minute. You look apostolic. Hanging around here. Let's have some movement as quick as we can to help. Just go and grab that thing through there. Perfect. Okay, so these are our apostles, and they're all on the, the shore of the Sea of Galilee, and, G- and they're waiting while Jesus is up the mountain. Let's move that around there. Thank you. Not yet. Don't turn it on yet. There we go. So, great. So they've got something here, which is the boat. Let's put it about there. Great. And uh, Matt's going to get into it. And the apostles are going to stand around it looking apostolic. And we're going to look at the reading. Let's have a look at the reading, please. When evening came, so it's getting dark, and this is late evening it's talking about. Jesus' disciples went down. So it's evening, so it's getting dark. And disciples went down. And there's a progression. There's something happening in the language here. They've they've been up on the mountaintop. Now they've come down, and they've come down to the sea. And the sea is a scary place. It was a scary place for these people. You know, you could say, well, they were fishermen. They weren't all fishermen. Some of them were tax collectors. Some of them had other things too when Jesus called them. Who, Who really loves being on the sea? Who really doesn't want to go on the sea? There's probably a mixture there. You know, some, I remember going about a year ago, going to Haiti with Zoe, and we were in this boat, and we had to go from one island to another, and it was fine, and the wind got a little bit choppy, and the waves got a bit choppy, and I was like hanging on. I was, to be honest with you, I wasn't too bad. I looked across, and Zoe was going green. And, it was like, and she was like, it's awful. And she was getting seasick and all this kind of thing. So they got into the boat. Um, so we can't get everybody in the boat, but you kind of clamber around and make it look a little bit like you're sort of near the boat and you like the boat. And if you could, you'd get in the boat. Great, that's it. And, uh, and by now it was dark. Everybody say dark. dark. I don't want you to imagine dark. We've got all the lights on, but imagine it's gone dark. So because it's gone dark, actually, 
John, who is Matt in this, is suddenly he's, um, he's in the dark, so he needs to tie his, he put his blindfold on because it's dark. Because this isn't like dark like we think of it. If you've ever lived out in the countryside, there's dark. We're in the city. We don't even know what dark is, most of us, because there's always going to be streetlights as there's places. Like when I used to live in, in a village down in Surrey, there was no streetlights there. And literally, you would come out and people would be always having accidents because it was dark, dark. And you could see the stars and you could navigate by the stars, but you had to because you had to be looking up all the time because it didn't matter where you thought you were going. You, you, you're navigating like that in the dark. So look at these words, evening, down, sea, into the boat. Some people don't even like boats and headed across the lake six miles towards Capernaum. That's, how, that's the, the trek that they're going to take. By now it was dark, but Jesus had not yet come to them. There's a, there can be a time when it feels like you're down in the dark and it's scary and you're on your own and you don't really know what you're doing and you don't really know where you're heading. You've got some idea and it doesn't feel like Jesus has come. Even if you're a Christian, that can be the case, can't it? There's a not yet. Well, I've been waiting and it's not yet and it doesn't feel like Jesus has come. I don't know where Jesus is. It's not yet. And then uh, let's shuffle forward because they moved in a bit into the, uh, into the sea. And they got going a little bit, and then a strong wind was blowing. Look at this. A full Hollywood production we've got going here. A strong wind was blowing, and the water became rough. Can we make the water a bit rough? Yeah? Oh, look at this, yeah? It's rough. Oh, it's rough. The water, the water became rough. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is rough. And they rode about three or four miles, which brings them to where? The middle. They're in the middle. And it's, and it's rough and it's windy and it's blowing. And they're scared. They're going to be scared. Everybody look scared? Come on, overact. Ah, that's it. Yeah, very good. This is incredible. Yeah? So they're all a bit scared. They rode about three or four miles. This is the darkest point of the story. This is the... Jesus isn't here. Where is he? I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm on my own here. I'm in the dark. I'm scared. I don't know which way to go. I don't know which way to turn. And Jesus has not yet come. And, and what do we do? You know, we've rode. We've rowed, because this is all we know how to do. We row. Let's keep rowing. He rows and 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 he's rowing and rowing. It's like row harder, because the wind's blowing and it's getting choppy. And we've really got to row. And it feels like we're going backwards most of the time rather than going forwards. And it's like we're pushing and we're trying and we're straining. And literally the word is that they were straining at the oars. And it says they were rowing. They were trying to make something happen. They were pushing and they were pulling. And they were doing that, yeah? Then the story changes. Then what happened? I saw Jesus. Let's have uh, Ben representing Jesus as he has the beard for it. <laughs> then they saw Jesus coming towards the boat. In fact, he probably should be coming from that way because that was where he was, but for argument's sake, it doesn't really matter. What, the interesting thing is what he was doing. He was, where was he walking? On the water. On the water. And even that is interesting that he's walking on the water because that's obviously a miracle. But the, what I, mean, I also think is he wasn't running. He wasn't running on the water. Jesus wasn't panicking. It wasn't like, oh no, boys, what happened? It was not outside of his control. There wasn't a point in which Jesus was up the mountain worrying. Do you know Jesus isn't a worrier? He's a walker. And he can walk on the water. He can walk on the waves. He's walking on the water. They were frightened. Very good, Simon. <laughs> absolutely amazing that was very good yeah yeah they were in fact they were very frightened (laughs) 
we've got a microphone. But he said to them, in his authoritative Jesus voice, <clears throat> It is I. Don't be afraid. Very good. And, yeah, that was good. Literally, what he said is, I am. I am. Do not be afraid. And I am is that special name of God that Jesus takes for himself time and time again. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the way and the truth and life. Do not be afraid. Because it's a choice, isn't it? There's fear or there's faith. Then they gladly <laughs> took him into the boat. Let's get in the boat. Okay, in the boat uh, somehow. Very good. That's it. Uh, maybe, maybe, sitting, maybe sitting down would be better, Jesus. Okay, and then, that's it. That's the rest of you, pick him up and get him over there as quick as you can. Everybody together, don't do it by the, yeah, that's it. And, <laughs> very good, very good. And it was a bit quicker than that. But immediately, look at that word. If I, did, if I had your Bible, I would be underlining that word. Immediately, the boat reached the shore where they were headed. Just like that. Uh, and you know, they must have, now they're in the dark and the, the kind of blindfold comes off. And they must have been like, how did that happen? How did we end up when we were here? How did we end up here? And how did it happen so fast? which introduces the year of. So as these guys come and go and take the, up their seats to rapturous applause. <laughs> Every year we have a year of. We pray and we, we, I'm, I'm kind of listening to God as best I can and try to listen to what other leaders and people are saying. And I'm just trying to pick up on it. And, and what's the year of? What's the year of? And um, this is, it was a, it really that passage was at the heart of what I believe God was speaking to me around uh, getting me ready uh, to help us to think about the year off. So let's see what that might be on the screen. Some people, some preachers are really good at, at communicating. I'm, I am excited. You know, and like super, they get sweaty and everything and all that. And so I, and I, I kind of wish I could, I wish I could be one of those kind of preachers in some way to help you to understand how excited I am about this being what I believe is Ivy's year of acceleration. I wish somebody else would also get excited when I say that because this is something I think that God has spoken to me and it is a scary thing. You know, I, that video, I asked Andy to put, to put it together based upon, um, I saw that video of the guy going down a hill, going down that mountain. And he actually doesn't contribute anything to the speed. He just rides it. He's not pedaling. He's not braking though, very much. He's just letting this thing that God made called gravity take him down. It, this is not, you know, it, but I appreciate it. it's a scary thing and it's a scary word. And for some people, the whole idea of, of acceleration could be a scary idea. And suddenly you realize this is God who's doing it. And you realize who it is who's saying, we're going to go faster. And it's Jesus. And you can trust Jesus. Do not be afraid. Even when he goes faster, do not be afraid. God is going to accelerate his purposes. He's going to do it quicker than you expected. 
quicker than we ever expected. We're going to find ourselves. We were, over, we were over here and then we were here and we were like, I don't know which way we're going to go and I don't know what's going to happen. And then suddenly we're going to find ourselves there and we're going to be like, how did we get here and how did we get here so fast? Where did, where, what happened to the time that I would have thought it would have taken? I thought it would have taken time. I thought it would have taken effort. I thought it would have taken me. I thought it would have taken all of my best plans, all of my best strategies, all of our team, all doing the best that they could do. I would have thought it would have taken, you know, I was, I was, I was having a five-year plan and suddenly the thing that we put in the five-year plan just happened. And it didn't take five years. It took God. It took five minutes of God for him to be able to do what I thought would take all of that time. But what he wanted me to do in the first place was to dream something about what could happen. And then he showed me what he was going to do. Year of acceleration. When God does it quicker than you expected. When God does it quicker than you thought. But I'll tell you this, it won't be quicker than you believe. Yeah. It won't be quicker than you believe because in fact it necessitates you to believe it if you're going to be able to see it. So it will be quicker than you expect, but it won't be quicker than you believe because it's going to require faith. The world in 2016 has been through some storms. It's been through some dark times. There's still dark times that are going on in the nations. We know in so many ways the world can be a scary place right now to live. And there's all kinds of things that would feed the fear and would keep us actually holding back and saying, not now, not me, not here. I don't know what's going to happen. And it can be scary and stormy and you can feel right in the middle. And at times you can't see your way ahead. And all you, know, you need to do is, you can, oh, I've just, I just got to keep rowing somehow. I'm going to row, 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 row. And it's going to be me trying my best. But, you know, it's, it's hard. And some of you know what it's like. You've been in the dark place personally in your life, in circumstances at work or family and these different kinds of things. Well, what I believe is Jesus is here. <coughs> And when Jesus comes, he walks over the waves and he draws near. But he doesn't just jump in your boat. He doesn't, he doesn't you know, he's not a pirate. He wants to, he wants to come and, and you say, we, we want to welcome you. I want you in the boat. Jesus saw it all. He saw the straining, he saw the suffering, he saw the striving, he saw all of that. He saw you sweating, he saw you trying, he saw you thinking, why, why is this happening? Why do I feel like I'm in this place? And in 2017, this is the word that's been coming to me. It just in the last few months, over and over, has been the most important word to be able to, in some way, I believe, will summarize. So often we speak these by faith. We don't really know what it's going to look like at the beginning of the year. But what we found over the years is God has been very gracious to us here at Ivy. And in some way, that word has, has shaped it. And it's only often looking back, you go, oh, actually, yeah, yeah. What was that kind of a year? And that did happen. We've had the year of surprises. And there's a lot of surprises that year. We've had the year of, of equipping. We've had the year of multiplication. Different things. And looking back, we're like, yeah, that really did in some way summarize this. So it's with faith, because I don't believe this is my word. Around October, usually, I start to really worry about, is there going to be a word for this year? And maybe one year there won't be. Maybe it'll just be, we just get on with it. But I start to pray and say, God, if there is something, it would be really great if you, could, if you could show it us so that we can at least have something to navigate towards or, or through. But this wasn't the word I was looking for. This wasn't the word I was, I was thinking of at all. But I believe Jesus draws near and he speaks to us. And the reason that he speaks this to us is because he doesn't want us to be afraid. There's so much fear in the world. 
And he keeps on saying, do not fear. Don't be like that. Don't be a fearful person. Do not be afraid. Who's in control? I am. Don't be afraid. Who is in charge? I am. Do not be afraid. Who's the Lord of the wind and the waves? So the disciples said, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him because they knew he's the Lord. Who's in charge? I am. So even though circumstances, even though media around us, even though the television and everything else might say, it's getting dark, it's getting darker. It's stormy, it's getting worse. The wind's going to get stronger. The waves are going to get higher. Do not be afraid. Just ask Jesus, will you get in the boat? I don't want, I don't want to do this without you in the boat. So last year was the year of equipping. To be honest with you, if you came to IVR last year and you say at the end of it, I didn't feel equipped, it's your fault. Not much I can do about it because we laid out a whole bunch of equipment. We put on all kinds of things so that anybody who decided to could come and could, could learn to be a follower, first of all, but also to be a leader. We talked about last year as being a leadership year in all kinds of ways where people would be able to take hold. And actually, I believe more and more that leadership is a spirit. It's not a course you go on. It's not a title people give you. It's not um, about, uh, uh, you know, I've been through these different things and so now I am a leader. No, you can, have, you can have all the money in the world and still not be a leader. You can have power and not be a leader. You can have none of that and be a leader because it's a spirit. It's something you step into. It's something you believe. When I asked the Lord in, a leader came in. So therefore, I have influence. There's people that I'm influencing, and I want to grow in my leadership. I want to grow in my influence. So equipping was all about equipping the saints for your work of ministry. And it's not too late for that, because God's so gracious. There's still going to be time for us to be able to, to do that. But in the year of acceleration, God is doing it, going to do it quicker. And this isn't about us running faster, trying harder. That isn't what I'm saying. Please don't, get, don't think that that's what I'm saying. It's about we've got to do more. We've got to go faster. We've all, because to be honest with you, when this first word first came to me, I was like, oh, no, we, we seem to be going pretty fast already as a church. There's an awful lot of things that are going on in my life and things that I know of in the church. And I know probably more than most people here about things that are going on in the church that seem to be fast. And, and there's the one thing and another and it's speeding up. So I was uh, away in the States, I was speaking at something and, um, and the, the, the theme for that was illuminate and it was all about light and I was like, oh, this is it, year of light, year of illumination. Yeah, that's a good one. Don't even have to think about it. <laughs> Just, that's it. God's going to put the lights on, yeah. And then a few days later, boom, back of my head, year of acceleration. And I was like, oh no, oh no, 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 we're going fast enough. And I was like that guy on the bike. You know, if it had been me, <laughs> I would have been a little more gingerly coming down that hill. In fact, I probably would have gotten off and pushed it. <laughs> yeah? God is going to do it quicker than you thought, but quicker than you expected, but not quicker than you believe. It's going to take us adding faith to it. It takes faith to say, all right, Lord, I'm letting the brakes off here. I'm not going to put a brake on you. Some of us, you know what I'm talking about when I, when I had that picture of somebody here in the boat and you're rowing and it's dark and the wind's blowing against you and the wind's still blowing here. <laughs> and it seems like everything's against you and it's going, you know, and the things that are even coming against you are getting worse and it's going faster and faster all around us. Technology is changing faster than, we, than it has ever done before. And 
you know, populations are exploding faster and faster and the world is changing faster and faster and nations are in uproar and changing faster and faster. So amidst all of that, why would God want us to, to stay still? I think he wants to take us into his purposes faster. In 2017, we're in the latter days. The time of his return is sooner now than when we first believed. And God is going to shorten, I believe, normal processes in this year. Romans 9.28 says, For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. I started to look into the Bible just to check this out, because I don't just want a word that came into the back of the head to be the word. So I started to look in the Bible. And then suddenly, quicker than I've ever done it before, because what we try and do is lay out some themes and ideas for some of the sermon series months in advance. And quicker than I've ever had it before. It was like, just even going into the Old Testament, not even getting into the New Testament, I could see, well, that was acceleration, and that was acceleration, and that was acceleration, and that happened, and that, that was stopping acceleration when that happened and, and we w and just roughed out a, a plan of some series that's going to go right the way pretty much just up until Easter. We're going to have a lot of looking at acceleration to help people to be able to get it, to be people to be able to feel, okay, Lord, I'm going to take the brakes off on this. He's the author and finisher of our faith. What he got started, he will finish and he's going to do it quicker than you thought. I just imagine those disciples saying, yeah, Lord, please just climb aboard. Get, get on board and it says immediately once they did that immediately they were right where he wanted them to be they were in the place that he said that he wanted them to be and they must have been scratching their heads and been like a Star Wars Star Trek kind of thing that was like warp drive it's interesting it's not mentioned in any of the other gospels it's just this one thing John remembers he's like you know we were there and we were struggling we were trying and then Jesus got in the boat and we were there and maybe it's, as I say, it's because they just had the fight feeding in the 5,000. Nobody goes on about that. But we don't miss the miracles. Because there's times I look back, and I've actually even had people already, just even in this year, who didn't know about this word, coming up to me and telling me about something like this that has happened. And it's been like, you know, they've been saying, well, you're never going to believe this. But it's like I was, I was, it's like I was here. And I didn't know what was going to happen. And I had no idea. And then... It was like, you know, I just said, Lord, I need your help with this. I don't know what to do. And, and then, now I'm here. And it's amazing. And I've been like, <laughs> wanting to say, well, that's because it's the year of? Acceleration. It's the year of? It is. It's the divine year of acceleration. It's a year of divine acceleration. And again, underlining it, it is not about us trying harder, being smarter, working better, all of those kind of things. It's about God doing it. It's about an expectation. Lord, get in the boat. In fact, to be honest with you, I don't even want to get in that boat. I'm going nowhere in that boat. Well, you still up the mountain. I'm going to wait. And then I'm going to say, Lord, I don't want to make that trip without you in the boat. I'm not going to try and get across there by myself before I even get in the boat. Because that's like in the Old Testament, if you remember Moses. He said, what's going to distinguish your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? Unless your presence goes with us. So we're going to be people of presence. We're going to be people who realise. And this is going to, we're going to be people of prayer. It's going to be real. I believe this year has got to be more and more. Every endeavour 
We want to, before we even start on anything, we want to pray together. We want to be listening to God. We want to be saying, Jesus, would you get in the boat? We don't want to go anywhere without you in the boat. Because when that happens, your boat, it, becomes, it can become a Jesus speedboat. It can be, and you're there. They gladly welcome Jesus. I love that. They gladly welcome Jesus into the boat. It's like, wow, Jesus, I'm glad you're God. Wow, Jesus, I'm glad you're good. Wow, Jesus, I'm glad you're in charge. I'm glad you can walk on water. I'm glad you, you can do this. I can't do any of this. I'm glad you're here. So, if you get in this boat, the ivy boat, this year in 2017, I believe we're going to see what the old Bible word quickening means. I believe God is going to quicken his word to us. That means he brings alive a word to us. It's going to be like, that's not just a general word from the Bible. That's, one, that's for me. That's a promise for me. And then he's going to quicken it up. He's going to bring it about a lot quicker than we might have expected. Quicker than we would have thought. So we suddenly see breakthrough. Things are going to happen a lot faster than natural processes would say that they should do. And we're going to find ourselves in that new place going, wow, this is amazing. How did we get here? Only God. Only God could have done this. So, get ready. We're hitting the ground running. We didn't, we didn't meet last, last week. And in some ways, I'm glad because I think it's given us a, a breathing space, a bit of a breathing. This year, we're going to be going for the things that God's got for us in a season of a divine acceleration. And we're, get, and we're going to be, we're going to be uh, it's been ready, aim, that's been equipping in 2016. And now it's fire. He's going to bring us in. I recently read through the Gospel of Mark. I've been reading through that. You can read it like a newspaper really quickly if you want to. It's just, and, all, and it's breathtaking because over and over you hear this word, immediately this, immediately that, and immediately, and immediately. It's the Greek word euthios. 40 times that word happens in the Gospel of Mark alone. And immediately, and immediately, or suddenly, suddenly. And in this passage in John chapter 6, when he says, and immediately, that's the same word, euthios. And immediately, they were there at the shore. And I don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened. Except to know this is what happens when Jesus steps into the scene and gets in the boat. Things that you might think, well, that's going to take forever. They don't take forever. There were some things that you don't know why you went through the storm. It seemed really dark. You don't know where you're going. Jesus, would you get in the boat? I, would you, I'm not, I don't want to go anywhere without you getting in the boat. There are things that he's spoken to you, promises that he's given to you, destinations that he's had in mind for you, destiny that he has for you, and it's been not yet. So there's been hands up if you've had a not yet. Come on, be honest. We've had some not yets. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I am. God, Jesus is here and he's coming. He's saying, do not be afraid. I am. I am here with you. Some people, you've been in a dark place, hard journey, <coughs> calloused hands, pulling on the oars, straining and trying and doing your best. And then suddenly Jesus turns up and he says, I am. Don't be afraid. Don't give up. I'm going to move. I'm going to move in a mighty way, in an unexpected way. Don't lose your courage. Don't lose your confidence for it will receive its reward. Acceleration means we're going to go from wait and see to watch and see. 
what Jesus does. Have I underlined it enough that this is not about our own effort? Have I? I hope I really have. It's not, it's not, oh no, it's all a bit scary and I'm already stressed out. Do you know what, you know, stress is, stress is is just, um, it's an overachiever's word for fear. Oh, I'm stressed. Let go. Let go of the oar. Pull the sail down. Stop bailing everything out. Lord, would you come in this boat? You can walk on water. I don't have to be afraid. I'm trying to get some expectation. I'm trying to build some faith. I can't do it by kind of hyping everybody up so much. Don't even want to do that. All I want to do is say to you, whenever you find yourself standing in that place of, of not knowing what to do, just, just invite Jesus in straight away. At the top of every to-do list, Jesus changes the list. Calendar, 2017, top of every page, Jesus, put him at the top, put him first, changes the whole year, changes your day, start of the day, start of the day, Jesus, I want you in this day, I want you at the stop, I'm not going to let my worries be at the top of this list of the things that I've got to do today, I'm not going to put my, my things, of all the things I've got to do today, I want you to be at the start, I'm welcoming you in, please come in the boat. I don't want to set off in the boat without you. Is Jesus in the boat? Is he? Have you invited Jesus into the boat? Now don't just say, oh yeah, I invited him. It was 1974. I can tell you exactly when it was. And it was, yeah, 19, no. Is he in the boat? Did you kick him out? Did you, was the man of, man of you know, son of man overboard? Did that happen? Did you start saying, actually, I'm in charge around here now. I think I've got this one. I can handle this. It's time to say, Jesus, would you get in the boat? Would you take over? Would you be in charge? I don't want to be in charge of this anymore. And do it. Let's do it before we set off. I'm going to invite Jesus in. You are God. I am. Who's God? I am. Lord, I want you in the boat. We welcome you gladly into this. I'm putting down the oars. I'm not going to run up a sail. I'm not going to dive overboard. I'm not going to try and abandon ship and swim my way to the shore by my own efforts. I'm not going to sweat. I'm not going to strain. I'm not going to pull. I'm not going to push. I'm not going to make it happen. It's you, Lord. You will lead us through the storms. Safe to shore. (laughs) Which we're not going to sing, but we are going to sing a better one, I think. Yeah, we are. Come on, we're going to do it. We've just got to sing. Just quickly through as we finish, you make me brave one more time. Just to add faith to this word. Stand up if you're able to stand. We're just going to sing, you make me brave. Because it's a word that requires courage, but that isn't something you try and make happen yourself. It's just a... uh, So so kind of grab hold of, of this word. Close your eyes, please. Lord, I'm putting you first. What's the boat? It could be, um, it could be great, great stuff that's going on. It could be everything seems like plain sailing right now. The wind's not there. It's just bright and sunny. That's great. Get him in the boat anyway. In the middle of a wavy, stormy place. Jesus, I'm glad to welcome you in. Please, would you come in? Come into every circumstance, every situation in 2017. Just ask him. Open your mouth and ask him. Jesus, please come in. Ask him in. Come on, open your mouth. Make him welcome. Jesus, 
I welcome you into the vault in 2017. Your ministry, your family, your opportunities, your problems, your health, your family, your money. Be in the boat, Lord. Come in the boat. Closing your eyes, just like it's dark, and, but you know Jesus is there. I just sense him coming close now. Sense his presence. Thank you, Lord, you're here. We're just going to sing just one time through, and this is to bed it in, Lord. We, we aren't brave, but you make me brave. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org forward slash media.